everyone, you're listening to the Explaining Business Podcast. My name is Mohammed, and today I'm going to give you five things that can turn you into a terrific salesperson. But before I do that, I wanted to give you a little backstory. So I started hustling around the age of 12, 13, and I used to sell everything I could do to anyone that would buy it. So I did graphical design, um, web dev, a bit of hybrid mobile dev, some, some marketing as well. And since then, throughout the years, people have always told me one thing, that I was a good salesperson. So, and, and that was especially the case during startup pitch competitions. So I used to go to these startup weekends, etc. And at the end, the jury would always come back to me with the prize and tell me, you're a, you know, you're a very, very good salesperson. If you ever want, you could come and work for us. And that was basically, obviously a joke. But what these people saw and what they were wrong is that they confused extroversion. I was always a very, very extroverted person. I was always comfortable around people talking loudly, etc. And they confused that extroversion with good salesmanship. Um, little did they know that I was struggling to make any sales. The little clients that I had were all coming online through these, through these freelance uh, platforms. And I was unable to actually sell my services. And that was literally the case up until recently. So here, here are the five things that I implemented in my life that made me a better salesperson. And that took me from having one sale per month to making four or five sales just last week. Right. So the first thing is do not overthink. And this is, this is a thing that always stopped me. Like I, usually, I, I always used to spend hours upon hours upon hours thinking up the best strategy to do anything so how can i approach this client what should i say first what should i say second who can introduce me should i just go and call this people uh, this person instead uh, instead who's the person to call what kind of pitch should i send what kind of powerpoint should i prepare what kind of arguments are they going to be are they going to be susceptible to to etc etc and that just blocked me from making my first move I spent all of my time thinking, none of my time selling, and that prevented me from making any sale. That also created some sort of fear. Like, you know, there's some magical strategy that I was missing on and that I would much rather, and I used to think that I had to spend most of the time figuring out what the strategy was and what the best approach was to that specific client rather than actually just going and contacting them. So that's the one thing that you should not do is do not overthink. So first tip, stop overthinking, start doing. There is no good approach. As a salesperson, you rarely have enough data and enough input to know what's gonna convert your clients and what won't. And you won't get that data unless you go and talk to your clients. So move, stop thinking, start doing, do not overthink. Second tip is learn to love hearing no. This always froze me to death. This always scared me. The prospect of going to a client and them telling me, no, we don't wanna buy your services, crushed me even though this rarely happens to me right now and let me tell you why i used to think that if someone told me no that i wasn't good enough that i was a failure etc that reflected on me personally but then i realized that but then i realized that there are two things or like there are the reasons that people um, that, that that might push people to tell you no or even shut the door at your face that don't really relate to your own performance. So hearing no doesn't mean that you're not good enough. 
just means that your services do not match the client's needs at that moment most of the time that they don't have enough money that they have other priorities that doesn't mean that you're not good hearing no is also a good thing believe it or not because whenever you hear no that's a, an opportunity to learn about your own product and your own client's priorities so whenever someone tells you no the logical follow-up action sorry is to ask them why why won't you buy my product all right don't don't do it this way but politely sit down tell them can i just ask you another question all right why don't you want to buy my product does the price doesn't match your expectations or does it not solve your needs or do you already use an alternative product etc and that's a huge learning experience for you so whenever you hear no you shouldn't be really crushed you should be hopeful and be positive about it because that is an opportunity for learning Third thing, so second thing, learn to love hearing no. Third thing is learn how to say no. And this took me years to understand. Um, but I, the, the best thing that, I've start, that I started doing recently is saying no to clients. Um, sales is a game of reputation. So if you start saying yes to everyone and anyone that comes knocking on your door, you're going to end up disappointing a lot of people. And that might bring you some cash in the short term, but that's hurting your business in the long run. So learn, you gotta learn how to love hearing no, but you gotta learn how to say no as well. You gotta learn how to reject clients. All right, don't be rude about it, but just be clear and transparent about why you don't wanna work with them. So if a client comes to you asking for, I don't know, your services in SEO, knowing that you only specialize in pay-per-click, PPC, just tell them no. I we don't really do that, and we don't want to. We don't. We wouldn't want to disappoint you. And you can. And this is also another opportunity because that allows you to go and refer other people who might do the job well. And that way, you create a good relationship with two people: the people that you referred, but also the client, because he knows that next time he will have to come back to you because. First of all, you're a trustworthy person, you're honest, and he knows that even if you can deliver on his, to, and like solve his needs, you might, uh, you might orient him to someone that can. And I, I found that to be very, very valuable for the health of my business, and I would recommend that everyone implement that. Fourth thing, be authentic. So, sorry, this is the one thing that bothers me about a lot of salespeople is that they tend to put on this mask, this very egocentric ego ego inflating mask that resembles that that resembles DiCaprio on the wolf of wall street like they think that just by boosting their own ego and then acting all acting arrogantly in front of the client they will get the sale um and i found that to be and i've i've, I've fallen into that trap then i learned that one, you should never bullshit your clients. Clients are smart enough and they're going to see through your bullshit. Um, second of all, you should never lie to your clients. And this happens. Like lying is a common currency in the sales world. They, people make up numbers. People, you know, disguise their own flaws, etc. Clients know that you're not perfect. Clients can quickly figure out your lies. So do not lie to them. Always assume that the client is smart and that he's gonna he's gonna actually realize that you're lying to him. Third of all, do not just repeat a robotic sales pitch. So salespeople fall into two categories. 
they're either boosting their own egos and they act like, you know, I don't know, like some movie character, or they can repeat the same sales, robotic sales pitch over and over and over again. They never, and they, like, for them, it's a sacred text. Like, they, they can't really deviate from it. And clients, you know, are not just not interested in hearing that. They hear those a hundred times a year. They're not really going to give you the time to hear your robotic sales pitch. And they're not going to relate to you as a human being. And you don't want that to happen. So these are the two categories that salespeople, the most salespeople fall into, sorry. The one category that most salespeople don't fall into is the category of authentic people. You got to be authentic. You got to be yourself. Be authentic. Try to bake in charisma into your own personality. Don't really fake it. Be vulnerable as well. Be transparent about your own flaws. Don't really put them forward that much. But if a question, if a client asks you, all right, what's the one thing that's bad about you? Be honest about it. Tell them, all right, this is what we don't do. This is what we can't do. But focus on what you can, right? Like double down on what you can and be honest about what you can't do. And also be excited about your own clients' problems. Like, you know, people want to see real humans talking to them. And most of, some of my clients straight up told me, you know, you're, I wouldn't have signed with you if you weren't that excited about my own problems or about what you, about your work, etc. So clients want to see real people right in front of them, talking to them about real problems without really any, any of that fake bullshit that most salespeople opt to, um, opt to adopt. All right. So fourth thing, fourth tip, be authentic, be yourself. Fifth tip and last is avoid overcomplicating stuff that doesn't need to be complex. And this is one thing that I still haven't really mastered because I, I, I tend to complicate very, very easy stuff because I think that that's going to make me look smart in front of the client. And just keep in mind that clients don't really look for smart people to work with. They look for people who are going to solve their problems. So if you just throw some random gibberish at them that makes you look like a pseudo, like a pseudo intellectual, sorry, and that boosts your own ego while the client is left in, in a blur, like they can't really figure out what you're saying, they're not going to work with you. If they can't understand you, they're not going to pay you. And, you know, I'm not really blaming anyone for, for doing this. It makes sense that most most of us, especially in the services business, especially if you're a consultant, want to prove how smart we are, how smart we are, sorry. Uh, but most of us end up just, you know, throwing the client off. The client ends up not understanding our jargon-filled sentences and they get turned off. They, they start looking for someone else. So... Be as straightforward as you can. Do not overcomplicate simple stuff. That's it for today's episode. I hope that you guys liked it. I'm trying to keep it short. Do not hesitate to send me your feedback. Share this with your friends, with your mom, with your aunt, with your dad if you can. If you liked it, please give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this. And yeah, see you on the next episode. Bye.